Woods and waters of the Great Lakes State to the Michigan Talk Network. It's Wild Michigan with your host, Duran Martinez. Duran Martinez hanging out with you on the Michigan Talk Network. Very happy to have you here. Uh, we are in November. It's getting colder outside as it uh, did in late October. Lots of snow around the, the west side of the state, which was crazy. We were up in the UP last weekend, uh, the, the last weekend of October, and uh, we saw a little bit of snow. Nothing, you know, just some light flurries, but nothing like we saw after we came home, which was great. I, I was pretty happy to get home ahead of the snowfall. I want to thank our friends at Not Just Guns for getting us underway again. Uh, firearm deer season coming up November 15th, and they are stocked with all the 450s, 350s, and ammunition. So be checking them out at notjustguns.com through the link on our website, wildmichiganradio.com, and also Conquest Sense, uh, which we are going to talk about in depth with Doug Roberts. He is the deer professor. We do have him on right now. Doug, how are you, sir? I am good, Duran. Good to be on with you. And and you guys, you guys are like this is uh, like super fast moving season for you because uh, like in nature, your deer, uh, they're starting to come into that cycle, and this cold weather has really pushed things a lot um, in your herd and in the wild. Oh, absolutely. This this cold snap has kicked everything right into high gear. So this week and the next two weeks are just going to be the perfect times to get out in the woods and, and do the hunting because the bucks are moving now. They're looking for the does, so the estrus scents are working really well. Um, yeah, it's it's a fun time, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't even had a chance to get out and hunt. Just busy, but hopefully after this weekend uh, of artificially inseminating all of our does, we'll put the farm to sleep and to bed and get ready for winter and have some time to ourselves. That's that's fantastic, man. You guys really busted all uh, throughout the course of the year because uh, you, you're farming and dealing with the herd and the spring is the fawns and you're vaccinating right now, getting the cycles in sync to produce uh, your VS1 scent and, and, and year-round is gathering for the, the Evercalm scent. Well, let's see, Evercom and the VS1, yeah, like, you know, I was telling you off air that uh, tomorrow morning we'll synchronize, there'll be 76 does in heat <laughs> all at one time on this farm on Sunday morning. So, uh, yeah, Sunday morning is definitely going to be, you want to be outside hunting on the outside of the fence. And it just, it, you can smell it through the air. It's just amazing um, how that, that scent carries. Um so yeah, it's a, it's a fun time. Uh, just busy, you know. It's just it's normal, and, and you know we're blessed. The hunters have really picked up on all of our scents, and they're very supportive. They use our product line very very well, and so it's made us where we're we're busy year round, and that that means there's employees here that have a job all year long, and they're very grateful for that. And we're blessed to be able to do that. 
Absolutely. And uh, as a couple of months ago, I was in Meyer and I saw the thermopads on the shelf. Now, this is the first time that I've seen them in their packaging, in, in their proper packaging on a shelf. I was very quick to share that to our socials because uh, to me, this is something that is so cool, so innovative, and it's so long in, in coming to get it right that, um, that I cannot imagine if somebody does not know about this. I mean, first of all, if you don't know about a thermocell, something's wrong. Uh, but these thermopads are what you really, really need to look into. Yeah, the, the thermopads, we've been working on them for a couple of years. And finally, we're able to get them out uh, and bless that most of the stores, major stores have picked them all up. Um, TSC, like you said, Myers around here, um, they carry them. But you know, it's all—it's our whitetail sense encapsulated and impregnated into that pad, and it just slides into a thermocell. So what it's done is it's created a new dispensing category because we can now dispense scent once we get into these cold temperatures, 32, 30, 28 degrees, everything else freezes, and it just stops going through the air. Well, this is actually the opposite. It heats it and actually amplifies the scent coming out of it. Um, it's just, it's been wonderful how it works and the deer seem to be extremely attracted to it. Just like we are when you have a nice, fresh, hot loaf of bread in the house, it just <laughs> fills the whole house with that wonderful smell. That's what thermocell unit is doing with the thermopads and, uh, guys are already having very, very good success with it. So we're, we're happy about it and excited. Yeah, you know, you liken that to, to a fresh loaf of bread for us. Driving by your farm right about now is kind of like driving by the Schaefer's Bakery when I was a kid. <laughs> well, it, it is. What's kind of funny is the neighbors downwind this time of year always call me and go, really? All of our bucks, all of our bucks have disappeared. And I said, I'll let you know when they show up. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, because literally, I mean, we've got guys a mile and a half, two miles down the road that their bucks will end up on, on our property uh, walking the fence lines because of the smell. That's funny. So, I mean, yeah. it's I mean, activity really is at a at an absolute uh, high right now. I mean, it's really starting to, uh, to to ramp up. I mean, like I said the other day, I was at my dinner table uh, working on some things, and I look, and here comes a, a young deer running up the road towards my house. And and first thing I can think of is, man, don't come crashing through my front door, please. Because, you know, they get a little crazy sometimes. Um, But fortunately, it took a hard right and a way back into my woods. You know, all people, everyone, whether you're a hunter or not right now, really have to be aware that deer are going to show up everywhere in odd places um and you know crossing roads that they normally wouldn't be or where they would be so you've really got to be on your toes for that but as far from a hunting standpoint what's fun is now everything seems to work your scrape lines are working your mock scrapes are working using decoys work using all the different scents with those items you know the evercom the vs1 even the rutting buck is still working now um because all of the deer are looking for everything they, they just want to check everything out so hunters really have a unique advantage for the next three weeks uh of, of pulling that trophy buck in um and harvesting the does because they're looking for all of it right now Doug Roberts, our guest here with Conquest Sense. Doug, I want to talk about the important time of 10 to 1 
in the midday because a lot of people come out of the stands. And I'm going to be talking to a guy here pretty soon that says, oh, I'm available from 10 to 1. I'm, I'm at bow camp, but I'll be out of the tree stand those hours. I'm thinking to myself, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's that 10 to 1. What's really interesting is there's two things that happen. One, a lot of the mature bucks have realized that the hunters do leave the woods um, for that period of time. And so they feel that pressure as the hunters leave the woods because all the other deer are moving. And now they can get up and kind of do what they need to do. And then as the hunters move back in, they feel that pressure of all of the other deer again moving. And so they just know when to shut back down. Um, Yeah, if you look, some of the biggest bucks that have ever been shot have been literally shot. Uh, in middle of the day, mm-hmm. um, if you can sit, if you can hang in there and handle it, um, you'd be amazed how many deer you see during the middle of the day. They don't just go and lay down for the full day. Um, I, I watch our deer on the farm, and they will get up and move. Uh, of course, early morning, sure. they'll move about ten o'clock. They'll move about noon. About every two, two and a half hours, they get up, stretch, and move around, and then lay back down. Um, And knowing that, uh, a lot of hunters can take advantage of that. All right. Doug Roberts, our guest. You can find him at ConquestSense.com. Also on our website, WildMichiganRadio.com, here on the Michigan Talk Network. send your suggestions, comments, or questions to us here via email at OutdoorMailbag at gmail.com. Now, back to Wild Michigan. Turn the quiet up. Turn the noise down. Let this old world just spin around. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez. Very happy to have you here. Being brought to you by Not Just Guns. Also, Conquest Sense here on the Michigan Talk Network. Wherever you're at, plug us in, man. Plug us in on the social media with uh, with uh, the Facebook, if you will. And, uh, you know, find out what we've got going on off air, which, you know, is about as much as <laughs> the other radio show, I guess. But we will try and keep you informed of all the things that are going on around the state uh, with the state. A little bit later on, we're going to talk about a house bill that... That would allow uh, net fishing and include uh, walleye and perch and uh, lake trout and some other thing. I mean, I mean, lake trout's already been taken, but but some other types of fish that um, you know we as uh, sportsmen and women of the state of Michigan are paying for. And, you know, the licensing would not come close from commercial fishing to pay for what they would take out. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, our good friend Mark Sack will be doing that. And we'll also talk to the Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger uh, here in a little bit. But right now we're talking with Doug Roberts, the deer professor from Conquest Sense. And, and, And Doug, you know, sense that you developed or just any scent in general uh, has a has a timeline, and you know when we talk to you, it's like we're getting a really really good timeline, uh, which the Evercom you can use at any time. It's it's a great cover scent. It's a great curiosity scent, but VS one is a bit more time sensitive. Yeah, VS one really is once the doe start coming into heat in the wild vs1 starts to work very effectively because the bucks are already ready to breed 
they're waiting on the does. And so VS1, by putting that out there, you're actually putting the first doe that's in heat out in that environment. Now, the does in the area may not like it, but the bucks are going to love it. But once those does start naturally coming into heat, they no longer, I'll use the word, feel offended <laughs> by it being out there. And and honestly, VS1 works better after all the does in your hunting area have been bred because the bucks are continuing to look for that extra doe to breed, that last doe to breed. And, and that's why you find a lot of uh, bucks will start to meander and wander and cover larger areas. They're trying to find that last doe because their testosterone levels are so high and so wound up they've just got to release this internal energy Uh, so when you put a doe decoy out and you put vs1 out which is the real estra scent they just are naturally attracted to it as soon as they smell it and it becomes very very effective uh, for harvesting those bucks Doug Roberts is our guest from Conquest Sense here on Wild Michigan. Doug, there there are no rules, and I'll explain what I mean, when it comes to the deer breeding in the wild or even on your farm, because one deer can be bred by multiple bucks. And and there's no special. Well, you know, I've already been there. I can't I can't go there again. <laughs> you know, there, there's not that type of formula. And I think that's when the VS1 compared with or uh, uh, paired with the Evercom really really is is like a lethal combination. Well, well, absolutely it is because you're putting new deer in an area, and all those deer are curious to see who are they and where do they fit in the pecking order, and yet they feel very safe because it's the real sense and smells, um, all of the smells from all deer, bucks, does, and fawns. And then in that mix, you've got one that's in heat. And so the bucks are like, okay, where where is that one? And when they can't find that, they hang around and they kind of keep checking and looking and it just makes them really hold up into that area and gives the hunter a greater opportunity at a shot. Um, I mean, this year alone, I've talked to more people, Duran, about their concern of filling the freezer with venison because of the cost of meat in the grocery store. Oh, I've sure. never heard it. It's it's off the charts this year. And I mean, we're even thinking of it. Um, so when you're looking at that, how do we get more deer in front of our tree stand or hunting blind to fill that freezer? The best scent on the market, bar none, is ever calm. And it's just we're blessed that it's ours. It's not that we figured out something great. We just figured out how to collect all the senses that all other deer are attracted to. Um, you know, so it's it's one of those things. If you want to fill your freezer, just get ever calm, put it out in your ears, make that whole area smell like new deer, and you're going to be amazed at how the deer come in and just want to hang out and, and wait until they can see those deer. No, it's true. I, I've used it, used it for years and have had success with it. And uh, they do. It, it's the, the, the curiosity of white-tailed deer is, is so fun to watch, uh, first of all. <laughs> Uh, just you know, I mean, I've had I've had does underneath my tree stand for an hour, hour and a half. Then I realize, you know, how big that thing really is, and then I will take that shot, you know, uh, uh, because of its age. 
And it's just really, I mean, it's so fun to watch them and learn from them, uh, which you do on a daily basis, but, you know, just by using the products that we use, uh, how they react and how they don't run off. Even with the thermocell unit, they're not running off. Yeah. Yeah. It's, again, what's nice about, you know, the thermo pads in, in the thermocell unit um, is there's really no noise. And, and it's right. not that it's really noticeable. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going to be out hunting this weekend. There's no doubt about it. And I'm simply going to put the VS1 out into my food plot and out in front of me where the wind can kind of carry down into the woods. The Evercom one that I'm going to use is actually going to be in the blind with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so wherever my sense and smells are going out of the windows, that intensified Evercom smell is going out with it. And that should override and mask any human scent that I may have. Cause again, we can't get ourselves perfectly clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, I'm terrible at it. I don't <laughs> even worry about it or think about it. I'm, I'm probably my worst culprit. Uh, and yet we don't seem to have problems. Um, we got three big monster does, you know, what I call dominant does that need to come out of here in a hurry. They're just, dominating everything and, sure. and it's time to fill a freezer and i got some friends that need some venison so that's the goal well i tell you what man it's it's always great learning from you and uh you know with with that goal in mind uh, i'm a, i'm a little concerned because we're gonna be talking to michigan sportsmen against hunger you know maybe if you get your freezer full you'll have a little extra not you personally but you know what i mean we'll have some extra yep. left over for msah which we'll be talking to those guys in a little bit but um it, it is gonna I'll be a competitive right. year <laughs> Right now, Duran, there is a greater need for a lot of families that need help with filling their freezer with meat because of the cost mm-hmm. uh, uh, that's going up in the stores. Um, and I don't see it going away. So we as hunters really could do a wonderful thing of helping a lot of needed people that don't hunt and teaching them that, you know, venison is such a good consumable meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a win-win all the way around. And so I, I hope everyone really steps up and helps out this year. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. Our best to Karen and, and the family. And, uh, buddy, I tell you, we love uh, love watching the videos, and we share them on our, our socials at Facebook. So, uh, again, keep up the great work, and we hope everybody's well with you guys. All right, Doug Roberts, ConquestSense.com. Link on our website, WildMichiganRadio.com. Find them there. Find the VS1. Find the Evercalm in the Thermopads, in the stick, in the bomb. All that information is on our website, WildMichiganRadio.com. This is Cuz Stricken with Mossy Oak, and you're listening to Wild Michigan with Duran Martinez. It sits above the mantle on a couple rusty nails, and it's worth a bunch of money, but it damn sure ain't for sale. The good Lord only knows all the stories it could tell. 
granddaddy's gone. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. I'm Duran Martinez. Happy to have you here on the Michigan Talk Network. Thanks to Doug Roberts uh, from Conquest Sense for talking to us in the first segment of the show. Uh, a lot of deer activity to be expected uh, from here on out through the end of season, uh, through, you know, up until December 1st. Please, please, if you're driving, if you're not a hunter, which is, you know, which is fine. We love you. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, the one rule, if a deer runs out in front of you, do not veer for deer. It's you see it on the billboards and everything else. We've learned this a long time ago. Uh, both hands on the wheel, apply the brake, and just hang on, okay? Because your car can be replaced. You can't. And uh, the deer, well, there's, there's a lot of them. And, you know, as much as we don't want to cause them any injury, we definitely don't want to cause ourselves any injury. So, uh, again, it's worked for me, man. I, I have done it several times. One of the times was an impact directly on with the deer. Deer got up and took off. Not one bit of even evidence, except for a couple of hairs in my grill, that anything even happened. So it was a good straightaway broadside shot. And um, and everybody was safe. So, again, don't veer for deer is the thing that we can tell you to be safe out there. Also, our friends at Not Just Guns bringing you Wild Michigan as well. Uh, right now, we're going to speak with Dean Hall from the Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger. Uh, Dean, taking a little time out of the tree stand to speak with us this morning. And uh, how are you, sir? Very good, Duran. How about yourself? Uh, doing well. We just uh, we just got off the phone with Doug Roberts, and and he has a, a very uh, very good forecast for the, for deer hunting uh, from from now on to the uh, end of season. But the one thing we we actually got on the same uh, topic that you and I are going to talk about is the need for venison this year, and not just for ourselves because we know firsthand what's going on in the grocery store. I feel bad for the farmer. I feel bad for all involved. But when I when it really comes down to it, we the consumer, the end product of of uh, the uh, the beef and and all the other things that are hitting our tables, are, are the ones that are really paying for it, and that's what's causing a lot more people to get out and get that fresh, healthy venison, but that's going to make things difficult for you guys now because the need for those fresh proteins, those healthy proteins, are going to be going through the roof. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it always has been. I mean, this uh, when you look at the Feeding America stats, I mean, it's staggering. Um, every year, our our venison totals go up. Um, a couple of years back, we we brought in over 107,000 pounds of processed uh, venison burger that was distributed throughout the state of Michigan. This uh, past season, from our contract with the state of Michigan starts on October 1st of one year, and it goes to September 30th of next year. So uh, this past uh, contract year, it was uh, 100 over 113,000 pounds of venison burger that was produced by our processors, distributed to the food banks, pantries, and shelters throughout Michigan to help to try to feed the hungry in our Michigan communities. You know, and right now, there are a lot of those people that are not getting uh, what they need because of what's going on with the economy. Uh, this this isn't, you know, this isn't a, dis- a discussion for anything more than the end result of what we have to deal with right now. And this is where hunters, uh, sportsmen and women alike, um, are really going to come into play with, with helping. We, we know that we all have to feed our, uh, fill our own freezers. 
Okay, and there's going to be more venison this year than probably years past. But um, there's also that bigger need. And, and, you know, as it stands right now, uh, getting ahead of this is what we can do. Absolutely. Um, So one of the the things that, one of the great things, actually, I mean, it's not only during hunting season, but it's post-hunting season for deer management practices, uh, disease management uh, efforts through the state of Michigan that uh, a lot of the deer get uh, brought to our processors and, and processed into venison burger. But uh, one, one of the really great things about this whole program is it's, it's hunter-initiated, it's hunter-driven. We have some great partners. We have a great partnership with the uh, state of Michigan, the Michigan Department of Natural Resources. And uh, we also have partners that, that we've been working with in annual deer drives that they've been putting on. Uh, for example, uh, Jay Sporting Goods in Claire is going to have an annual deer drive for MSAH. They're going to be collecting deer from November 16th to November 19th. And uh, anyone that brings a deer in is going to have a chance to get a $50 gift card for bringing their deer in on a drawing. There's going to be 10 that are going to be available. And Frank's Great Outdoors is holding an annual deer drive for MSAH. And everybody that brings in a deer there is going to get a... Uh, $20 gift certificate that's redeemable upon receipt so that they could shop in over at Frank's and pick out anything that they want. And the processor that's going to be doing all the processing of these deer is going to be Carson Village Market and Adam Eller and Carson Village Market is great to work with. Man, you know what? That That is a huge, huge undertaking. Uh, they don't sound like a very big operation, but you know what? Their hearts have exceeded their size. Yeah, yes, it has. Yes, it has. Yeah, last year uh, they did 66 deer that were brought in uh, from the deer donation drives. This year we're hoping to be able to get more. That's that's amazing, you know. And what what people don't realize if if you've never tried venison, it's it's fantastic. And, and <laughs> for those of you who says it's gamey, well, quit cooking it so long. But but when Dean and I know you've seen this, when people are the recipients of of this fantastic healthy food. I mean, it's got to be a huge relief because they've got so many other things going on in their head and in their lives at that time. Yes. Yep. And that's that's one of the reasons uh, that we basically all the venison gets processed into burger because it's so versatile. You can use it for so many different things. And once you tell people about it, you give them some recipes. Uh, a lot of times we've even uh, had uh, like venison chili or something like that, or venison tacos, so that uh, people could try it. Or uh, uh, one of the great ones is uh, venison burger, uh, penna pasta, and uh, spinach in a sauce that, uh, I mean, it, it stretches out the venison. It makes for a great high-protein, uh, high very nutritious hot meal. And people really, really appreciate it once they use the recipes and they try it out. Yeah, you really had me at like uh, chili and tacos, which which are two of my favorite things. And when you really think about it, aside from the meat, aside from the venison that's going in these things, bean, kidney beans, uh, pinto beans are, are are really cheap, and onion is is 
fairly cheap. Uh, tomatoes, canned tomatoes that you can put in there uh, are relatively inexpensive as well. And when you put just, just one pound of venison uh, for a pot of chili, Dean, that will feed my wife and I like six meals or more. Which Absolutely. really has a it really has a you can really spread it out a long way, which is helpful. Yep, yeah. There's a rule of thumb that uh, one pound of uh, ground meat, well, if when you put it into a specific type of meals like that, will stretch out to feed up to four people. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 fantastic, and you know, in, in the next segment, I really want to, we're going to find out where we can go and how you guys got started. But uh, just the fact that we have you back on with us is I'm I'm very grateful for that. Uh, is real quickly, there's a website that you can go to to find out more uh, before we take this quick break. Yep. Sportsmanagainsthunger.org. All right. Sportsmanagainsthunger.org is the website. We're going to speak more with Dean Hall, find out how you can help uh, feed and be a sports person, sportsman against hunger yourself. Keep it here. I'm Duran Martinez. You're listening to Wild Michigan, being brought to you by our friends at Not Just Guns, Cedar Street at 127 in Mason on the Michigan Talk Network. Celebrating the almighty Michigan spirit of the wild with my blood brother, Duran Martinez, on Wild Michigan. Go wild. Welcome back to Wild Michigan. Duran Martinez hanging out with you on the Michigan Talk Network. Our website, wildmichiganradio.com. And, of course, you can pick up uh, our sponsors there, our links to our guests, and, of course, uh, the podcast as well. Uh, right now, we're speaking with Dean Hall. MichiganSportsmanAgainstHunger.org is the website. Uh, Sportsman Against Hunger is is a very very important uh organization because they are helping feed those uh especially especially in a difficult time uh like we're in right now uh with, with an economy that is just you know i need not even explain you know everybody knows everybody's uh going through the same uh pinch in one way or another okay it's affecting everyone but where it really hits home and hits harder is in good, affordable, healthy food that, you know, we need to, uh, you know, maybe step up and donate something. We have such a, a very, uh, we're, we're very lucky to be able to purchase the licenses we do. And people love to hunt, to hunt, and people love to hunt to help. And that's why we have Dean on the show with us right now. Dean, um, you said, now tell me again how long Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger has been together? Uh, Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger started in, uh, actually it started in 1991. Wow. So, I mean, that's that's quite a long time. And, you know, when you guys are gathering over 100,000 pounds of deer a year, it, it – didn't look like that in the beginning, I'm sure. I mean, it was, it was an idea to get started, but you guys have come such a long way. Yep. Yeah, actually, it's uh, uh, the program uh, originated with uh, Safari Club International and uh, MUCC. It was in uh, 1989 that uh, Bob Easterbrook Sr. 
had uh, started up uh, the Safari Club International Sportsman Against Hunger in Michigan. And he got with MUCC, and uh, they were looking to expand the program and get MUCC involved. And the idea was brought up to just call it Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger and have quite a few other groups uh, join in. Which uh, which they did, and that's that's what started Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger in 1991. Man, and you guys, you know, I can't imagine the amount of people you have fed throughout the course of the year, or the people that you have kept healthy and doing so. Um, but it, it it comes with a price. Every, nothing is free. It's it, it's far more than just hey, I'm going to drop this deer off to you. Yep, exactly. And uh, you were talking about uh, purchasing, being able to purchase uh, hunting, fishing licenses. This would be a perfect segue um, because uh, during the course of a hunting, fishing license purchase, uh, something that started in uh, 2005 and went through legislature, that people have the opportunity to voluntarily donate a dollar or more to the Sportsman Against Hunger Fund. And all those funds that are collected, the only thing they could be used for is the processing of deer to feed the hungry. That's where we get a lot of our money from. That you know, that's again fantastic that we have that opportunity. So, what was it? A buck? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it, it, could, it could be a dollar or more. That's not getting you a candy bar anymore. So if you can if you can help somebody process some deer to get some food to somebody, I, I think that's a pretty good uh, pretty good deal. Um, and you you said you only have one processor this year, just doing everything. Oh no no. Oh okay. I was that say. one processor is uh, he's working with all the deer that are coming from uh, Jay's Sporting Goods. And oh okay. Frank's Great Outdoors Deer Donation Drives. Now is there is there a list we can see on the website that, of processors, or if you're a processor, how can they get involved? Okay, there is a list. Uh, there's a list and a drop pin map that's uh, on our website on the processor information page. Um, you just click on the uh, icons that you're instructed to, and it'll bring up a downloadable list that you could you could print out. You could download it into your cell phone if you want, and it's uh, processors by county. And there's also an icon for a drop pin map, so you could bring up a drop pin map that's got uh, all the locations of our processors that we have in the state of Michigan. Just click on one of those pins and it tells you the name of the processor, their address, and their phone number to contact them and let them know that you have a donation for Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger. And if a processor wants to become a Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger processor and we try to recruit as many as we possibly can, um, all they have to do is they have to be inspected and approved by the Michigan Department of Ag and Rural Development or the USDA. That's one of the requirements that the state of Michigan asks us to have right now, and that that could be changing in the near future, but that's what we have in process right now. Um, On that same processor information page, there's a processor guidelines, so an interested processor could overlook those guidelines, and there's information for uh, filling out an application that you can do online as well and just submit it uh, electronically to Michigan Sportsman Against Hunger if you want to become a processor. Yeah, I think I, I think there's, you know, if you can't supply the deer, maybe you can help uh, process it to turn it into, into burger, which is going to, you know, again, in turn, go the longest uh, route. So, And, and thank, thank God for the processors that work with us. I mean, they're... they're fantastic because they don't get paid they only get paid well right now we just upped it 
because they were getting paid a dollar seventy-five cents per processed pound, and we increased it to two dollars and five cents per processed pound. But still, that that doesn't even come into what most processors charge for processing. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's fantastic, and we applaud all those that that are doing it. Um, what area of, of the state has been the hardest hit, Dean? I mean, where are you seeing the most need going? Oh, shoot, it's all over the state. I mean, it's not only in the cities, it's in the rural areas. Um, We get requests all the time. Uh, Well, just for example, this uh, this past year, that that over 113,000 pounds of venison was distributed to over 111 food banks, pantries, and shelters. And a lot of times what they'll do is they'll share with other local shelters, food banks, and pantries as well. So... We don't know exactly how many uh, food banks, pantries, and shelters uh, it, it, it affected or it helped out, but at least we do know that it went to 111. Yeah, sportsmen against hunger. I'm sorry, it is all throughout the state, and then just uh, again, man, it's just I keep going back to when I go to the grocery store, okay, and I'm looking, going, you know, I, I've always been very cost conscious about doing the grocery shopping because that's what I do. It's what I like to do. Uh, And I just look going, you know, maybe I'm not buying as much or buying the cuts that I want or uh, maybe I'll just make do with this. It's not, I mean, it's it's everybody, okay, self-included. And it's just crazy. And, And to, you know, if you need the help, okay, if you honestly need the help, don't be afraid to ask. Sportsmanagainsthunger.org is the website. You know, and sometimes that is the hardest thing to do for anybody is to ask for that help. Yeah, and, and we get we get a lot of uh, chat room requests. We got get a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls uh, requesting venison for, for personal use. But uh, we have to let people know that uh, per our contract with the state of Michigan, we it's all distributed to food banks, pantries, and shelters. So we suggest that those people that need help go to their local food bank, pantry, or shelter, and, and there could be some venison available because, I mean, once it hits there, it's gone really quick. Meat is a commodity that it doesn't last very long in the food banks, pantries, and shelters. No, it, it doesn't. And, you know, again, I ask where those places are located. Uh, it, it really, you know, helping your family is not that hard to do. You know, that's that's why we're trying to make things as easy as possible with everything we do, with everything on this show that we do. We want to be able to help people learn uh, a, a easier or better way to get to to whatever, you know, from point A to point B that they can be, be it teaching someone to fish or helping them find, you know, a place to uh, donate venison or to find it. For themselves, yep. you know this. This is what this thing's always been about: is is teaching, and, and this is another way. I mean, another form of it here. Yes, sir. But uh, all that work, man. We really we appreciate everything that you guys have done, uh, you and Neil, and uh, for coming back on the show. Uh, I know you've uh, taken a little time out of the tree stand, which has been fantastic. Uh, we appreciate you for that. And again, sportsmanagainsthunger.org. Uh, Dean Hall, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Okay, Duran, could I could I plug Frank's and oh uh, yeah, Dave's absolutely. Real quick, Plugs, one more time, pl- absolutely. 
Okay, Jay's, Jay's uh, Sporting Goods over in Clare is going to be accepting deer on the 16th, 17th, 18th, and 19th of November from 10 to 4. And Frank's Great Outdoors is going to be accepting deer from the 16th, 17th, and 18th from 10 to 4. And all the meat is going to, all the deer is going to go to Carson. All right, man. Thank you so much. Thanks again also to Not Just Guns and Conquest Sense. Whole another hour coming your way. We're going to talk with Mark Sack about a house bill that you should know about if you're an angler in the Great Lakes State here on Wild Michigan.